Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. Today, I speak to you about the remarkable incident only Matthew records of Jesus walking over the troubled nighttime sea to where his disciples were struggling in their small boat with their oars. It's a familiar story. A lot of them will read part of it. Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. And Peter said, Lord, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? Boyish Peter, hasty, impetuous Peter. Peter, who had a way of pushing himself into the forefront and getting more reproofs from the master because of his flamboyant ways, and we have recorded for several of the other apostles combined, nevertheless was the only one who got to share Christ's heaving, glittering highway that night. A cooler head could point out that there was absolutely no earthly need for him to be prancing around on the waves. Christ's walk was legitimate and necessary as his means of keeping his appointment on the far shore, but Peter didn't have anywhere to go. He couldn't get to better in the boat. Apparently, his stroll was a matter of walking out to the Lord, who walked him back to the boat and helped him clamber into it again. Maybe you can visualize it now out on the sea that he had presumptuously asked to be invited to walk on and as he feels the cold water coming above his ankle and sees it rising higher and higher he begins to fear and this fear makes him heavier so he sinks faster until the very extremity of need and the swift dart of terror strike out a spark of faith and faith and fear are strangely blended in the cry lord save me Christ's outstretched hand answered the cry, and his touch held Peter up, made him buoyant again, and as he rose, the water seemed to sink beneath his feet, and on that tossing sidewalk, glistening in the moonlight, he walked till he was helped into the boat again. Like all Jesus' miracles, this one is a parable. Part of the lesson is that God loves us even even when we are rash and foolish, even when we have no one to blame but ourselves for our dripping clothes. He knows we are dust, and he remembers our frame. Was Peter wrong for being so brash? Well, maybe a little. Let's remember that each of us have a personality, that it is a gift from God formed as he has chosen, and he made Peter a forthright human being. Like any loving parent, God is pleased to look indulgently on his creation when our deeds are less evil than foolish, as Peter seems to have been. At any rate, he got to have a miracle, share a few more moments of his life holding the master's hand, and learn another lesson for use later in life. May all our adventures end so well. Looked at another way, we may learn that faith in God is individual to each of us and that he encourages us to use it according to our own individual understanding and, yes, even to our own will and choices. Peter didn't go over the side of the boat unbidden. The Lord saw his wish, was pleased Peter wanted to stand beside him, and gave him that one word, come, that provided the foundation for all the rest of the Christian journey he was to walk in the service of his Lord from Calvary to the cross, where he later in years surrendered his own life. Of this we may all be sure. 
When the master says, come, he will never relax his grip on our reaching hands, never let us slip beneath the waves. When our purpose, his plan for our lives is yet unfulfilled, he will not leave us to swim or founder alone. By contrast, all human love has limits of how far it can go. All human help tends to become less helpful. But Peter that night put his hand in the hand of the only one of whom it can be said, as Paul did, I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. Have you talked to him today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.